The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey's floater. Rip hard out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on a journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. We are back for the second night in a row. Back to back action. Um, The results are not as you would like. As the Hawks fall to the Detroit Pistons tonight in a very lopsided game, 101 to 122. Uh, We're going to talk about the game. We're going to talk about the ramifications of the game. We're going to talk about how some of y'all are feeling. Uh, There's a lot of heat on a certain coach in Atlanta right now. A lot of the fans are restless and uh, they're begging for change. And I want to tell you. Why right now that that might not be the solution. It might not be the solution, but we'll get to that in just a moment. Let me go ahead and uh, get rid of some of this housekeeping. So, um, again, we are presented by uh, Minute Media Podcast Network. Make sure you check them out. Plenty of podcasts for you to listen to on a number of different topics. Uh, Over 100 podcasts, and we're happy to be the official Atlanta Hawks podcast of the Minute Media Podcast Network. So show them some love. Also, a big part of what we do is on the social media. So make sure you're following us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Hawks Beat. That's how you get at us, man. And while you're at it, make sure you take some time to subscribe to the podcast. Give us five stars. Let us know what you like about the show. And um, that would really help us out. Also, last but definitely not least, uh, 
Okay, go check out our people at Manscaped. I haven't been running the Manscaped ad. I've uh, been kind of busy, but uh, if you go to Manscaped, get you some Manscaped products and uh, some some oils and some some smell good and some trims. Uh, go ahead and use the the, the, the promo code Hawksbeat at Manscaped. They'll give you twenty percent off your order and uh, free shipping. So make sure y'all check out Manscaped. That's manscapedED.com. And I'll order some stuff and use our promo code for 20% off your order and free shipping. Boom. <laughs> Got that out the way. Now let's sit down and have a drink and let's talk. So last night, full disclosure, if you guys follow on Twitter, you saw the the, 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 the little glass of bourbon that I had while I was doing last night's show. Had a good time. Got through it. You know, talking about a victory over the Knicks. primetime game hawks came to play and uh it was all good just 24 hours ago (laughs) and then tonight happens so let me start off by saying this right and keep in mind i'm not the typical fan do i want the hawks to win every game yes i do um do i pull for them to win every game yes i do however uh Tonight's game was going to be a tough game. Second night of a back-to-back with travel, and you have a depleted team. So it's going to be a tough, a tough. It was going to be a tough road to hoe. Um, it was going to be a tough, tough way to get a win. That's just, I mean, all that's just what it was, right? With that being said. This is still the Detroit Pistons. (laughs) The Detroit Pistons had lost six of seven. This team had not been playing good basketball. Now, last time we lost to Detroit, they were kind of playing good basketball. And you're like, oh, they're playing good basketball. I can kind of see how it happens. They haven't been playing good basketball. They've lost six out of seven. Yes, you're without, you know, a lot of your power forwards, but. Uh, you're still favored to win the game. I think they came into the game with Hawks as a three-point favorite. And uh, you don't get it done, man. You don't get it done. And this game had all the appearances to me as a team with tired legs. This is late in the season. Uh, you got a lot of stuff going on. And I'll just, I'll just tell you how, how I, other than me just looking at it and be like, yo, this team looks like they played last night. That's what they look like, man. Just go to the numbers. Fast break points, 17-3. Them dudes was running, bruh. Like they was running. <laughs> points in the paint tonight. Detroit, 54. The Hawks, 40. They're running. They're getting points in the paint. And uh, they just they just looked like the fresher team. And the idea that it's not easy to win in the NBA kind of gets overlooked a little bit. But for all intents and purposes, if you are who you say you are, if you are who you think you are, then um, you got to beat Detroit. I don't care if you're on a, on a back-to-back. Look, everyone has back-to-backs. And even though it was a tough game, and I'll give it to you that it was a tough game. It was a tough game because back-to-back with travels are tough, you know. But, you know, y'all talk about playoffs and y'all, y'all think y'all the playoff team. Y'all deserve to be a playoff team. You got to take care of business. You got to take care of business. I saw a tweet tonight and I forget who, who, who tweeted it. I wish I could give you credit. But he said the biggest rivalry the Hawks had is them in the five <laughs> in the record of being 500. 
It was brilliant. Um, yeah, so once again, Hawks fall below 500. Um, yeah, they've been going back and forth with this all year long. And this is who you are, man. Like, this is who you are. And I, I don't know if I said this last podcast, but I am. I said the beginning either. I said the Hawks' ability to put last year in the, in the rearview mirror is going to determine how far they go. Meaning, how long are we going to keep on talking about last year? How long are we going to talk about last year? Last year was exactly that. You got to stop. Eventually, you got to turn the page. I don't feel like the Hawks ever turned a page on that. Like, I felt like they came into the season thinking that, like, okay, we're going to pick up where we left off. Like, it's all good. But no, man, you got to do that all over again. Like, you got to start all over and do it all over again. Like, nobody cares that you did it last year. And before that, you know, everyone was always talking about, like, the Hawks and 60 wins. And, like, yo, man, like, that was a long time ago. Like, you got to turn the page and you got to do this all over again. Because you know who doesn't care about last year? The team that you're playing tonight. And you know who's not scared of you? The team that you're playing tonight. And the Pistons, they have the attitude of their coach. They're scrappy. They're tough. And, and when you go in there, you, you better be ready to play. I don't care if they only won 15, 17 games. You're going to get embarrassed like you did tonight. So, um, let's do this. Let me address Nate first. Let me address Nate. We'll get to the game. You guys saw the game. It was a blowout. Um, I jumped into spaces tonight. And for those of you who don't know, on Twitter, they have Twitter spaces where uh, you can kind of host a platform where you allow people to call in and, and listen and talk. So it's, it's a really dope thing. You know, uh, we've done spaces a couple times. Hawks Fan TV, uh, shout out to them. They do a great job with their spaces, have usually almost close to 200 people sometimes on their spaces um, doing big things. So shout out to them. And I usually don't join because I got things I got to do after games. Hopped into spaces tonight and I just wanted to get a feel for the fan voice. Like I wanted to get a feel of the frustration. I wanted to get a feel for for everything. And um, there was a guy on there that jumped in there and he was talking and I got to get let me give him his credit because I just started following him Um, still in CRJ one on Twitter. Uh, Yeah, says he's a Hawks fan, Falcons fan, Tar Heels fan, whatever. And he was just saying, like, look, I know a lot of people want Nate McMillan fired. A lot of people do, and that's their opinion if you want that, and that's fine. Whatever way you fall on the nickel, it's fine. He says, and a part of me, he's like, I want him fired, but I don't want him fired, and here's his reason for wanting him fired. He said he wants to get him fired, and he wants to keep the same roster so that if next year you hire a guy and keep the same roster, y'all are going to be complaining about the same thing, the same problems next year at the all-star break. Thought he was spot on. Thought he was spot on. Um, I said when. Before Lloyd got fired. Before Coach Pierce got fired. I'm like yo. 
is Coach Pierce a problem? Definitely so. I mean, there there's definitely holes there with his coaching. Uh, you know, he was still a young coach trying to figure things out. But the things that he was getting blamed for, I thought that, look, sometimes you got to hold the players accountable, right? And a lot of times fans aren't going to hold the players accountable just when it comes down to it. You're not going to hold the players accountable. And so if you want Nate McMillan fired, like that's fine. Like that's totally fine with you. And I'm not going to argue with you. I'll just say this. That's not the solution, bruh. Like that's not the solution. So let's say you do fire Nate. Who is this defensive uh, whisperer that you think is going to come in here and change these things? Who is he? You know? I saw some folk talk about Mike D'Antoni. Are you serious? D'Antoni? A dude that is, that is known for, like, having teams not play defense? So are you just going to go all in on the offense? Nah, bro. That ain't, ain't going to be what it is. That ain't going to be what it is. Because if, if you keep if we keep in a stack, if you're looking at the top teams in the NBA, if you're looking at the top uh, teams in the NBA, the teams at the top, of defensive ratings, those are your top teams in the league. Those are your top teams. I'm gonna pull them up. I'm gonna pull them up. I'm I'm gonna pull them up and to show how important uh, playing defense is in the NBA. All right, so here we are. I got the list. I got the list pulled up. Talking about how important defense is. Top defensive rated team in the NBA right now is the Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics. Where are the Boston Celtics in the standings? They're currently third in the Eastern Conference. Third in the East. Number two team. Defensively, the Golden State Warriors. Where are the Warriors stand? They're currently third in the East. Number three team, Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns have the best record in basketball. By a lot. <laughs> By a lot. The number one. Phoenix has a top like offense. I think like I think they're like top offensively and defensively. So like yeah, they're good. Number four team, Cleveland Cavaliers. Where are the Cavaliers? A lot of folks always had jokes on these Cavaliers. They're sitting at the sixth seed, ten games over five hundred. And just to round things out, number five, and even though the Miami Heat kind of made news for the wrong reasons. They are the number five team defensively. Where are they in the standings? They are the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. Now, tonight they made some headlines because Adonis Haslam and Jimmy Butler and Eric Spolstra all had to be separated because they looked like they wanted to kill each other. But you know what? I didn't really think nothing internal was going on. I think that's just kind of dudes fighting and, and holding each other accountable. And, and, you know, like, that's how they get down. They dogs. They dogs, man. That's three dogs right there. I don't think nothing of it. You know what I'm saying? When you play ball, sometimes that happens. You get at each other. Sometimes you may want to fight. Sometimes you argue, scream, cuss, do whatever. I don't think nothing of it. I know one thing. I know right now they're the number one team in the East. Right now they're the number one team in the East. About the world champs, about the Celtics, but the Sixers. So yeah. And so my point is, 
My point is this. When you look at all the things that Nate McMillan might be culpable for, people always love to bang on the rotations. Oh, he doesn't. His rotations are terrible. He doesn't call timeout when teams are on runs. He doesn't uh, play rookies. He doesn't um, do X, Y, and Z. And some of those things I list are some things that I've taken them to task for. But when it comes to the reason why Hawks are, are losing a lot of these games, it's because of the defensive effort. Last I checked, the Hawks were ranked 27th in defensive rating. 27. Let me check right now. Boom. Yep, 27. They're still ranked 27. You cannot be ranked 27th defensively and think that you're a legit playoff team. Because you're not. So, is it that you don't think that he's not scheming? Like, I mean, if that's the argument you want to make, okay, that's fine. But there's not a coach in the NBA that will take this roster and make it into a top five defensive team. He's not out there, y'all. I mean, you could think, you mean, you could think, you you know, you can, he's not out there. He's not out there. So while I'm saying I'm not absolving Nate McMillan of any of his deficiencies or any of the bad decisions or any of the things that he's culpable of, He's culpable of a lot of things. And let's hold him to the feet for that. Let's hold him to the fire for that. But you know what? There are some guys that, that are out there in jerseys. You got to kind of hold them accountable. You got to kind of hold them accountable. And so there's plenty of blame to go around. But I just don't think, I don't think, this is my opinion. My opinion is the onus isn't all on the coach. Yes, he's the head man, but the onus all isn't on him. I don't think firing him will be the best thing right now. Because if you do fire him, what message is that sending to your star? What message is that sending to your star? Yeah, you could say, oh, it's letting them know that y'all want to win. No, I don't think that. I look at it as like, man, that's instability, and we don't quite know what we're doing. That's the way I look at it. And then, you know, stars nowadays, if they ain't happy, they're going to get up out of here. I don't care how much you're getting paid or what the situation is. If they ain't happy, they about to get up out of here. They're going to get up out of here. And nobody listens to this podcast wants number 11 to get up out of here. So some tough conversations got to be had. I think before you you before you before give Nate his pink slip, and they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. Uh, I think next year the seat might get a little hot if they start out underachieving. But there's holes in this roster. And I think Travis knows there's holes in this roster. And I think that is the that is the most effective method uh, of changing things around right now. You got you got to examine this roster. The money's going to play an issue because Trey's money kicks in next year. John's money going to kick in, and so the money's going to play a factor. You got to get some dogs in here. You got to get some vets in here that are going to hold people accountable. I don't think you got that right now. I just don't think you got that. So that's my spiel on Nate. 
you know, it's kind of similar to my spiel on Coach Pierce when that whole thing went down. You know, I understood what I had to get rid of him, and it was like, oh, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes down to it, there's plenty of blame to go down. There's plenty of blame to go around, and um, you know, it's, it's tough. It's tough. Um, as far as the game is concerned, um, we're not gonna go through all four quarters. All you need to know is this: Hawks won that first quarter, and that was it. <laughs> that was it. Uh, second quarter. Didn't look good. Third quarter might even been worse. And by the time you got to the fourth, they just they didn't have any bullets. I mean, they made an effort toward the end of the third quarter. Went on a little run uh, to try to make a game of it. I think they let me pull up my notes. Let me pull up my notes. The end of the third quarter. Yeah, they finished the third quarter on a 21 to seven run. Cut the lead to 93 to 78. And so you still had a little bit of a chance to kind of cut this thing and make it manageable. Um, Trey had to sit in the fourth quarter because third quarter he played the whole quarter again. He brought Trey in a little bit earlier. He brought him in at the 922 mark, but they just didn't have it, man. Like their legs look, their leg, they look tired, man. They look tired and they just didn't, they weren't able to match the energy. They weren't able to match the energy. One thing a lot of people did note tonight, Jalen Johnson finally got in the game. You know, folks have been clamoring. (laughs) They have been clamoring for Jalen Johnson. And the Rook got in the game. I thought he looked good tonight, man. I thought he looked real. I mean, you know, I thought he looked good. I mean, he wasn't no game changer or nothing like that. 24 minutes, 5 of 9 shooting, 11 points, and 7 boards. I think that's worthy of playing time, Nate. Like you're down two power forwards and you got a first round power forward on your bench. Give him some burn, brother. <laughs> Give him some burn. Um, yeah, I thought I thought the Jalen Johnson kid looked good. Had a nice move where uh Kata Aliu had a nice move where he took a big off the dribble with the bink bink and went in and dunked it. Jalen Jalen Johnson has a lot of talent. Um I know Nate isn't really into playing rookies, but you got to develop him. And so the development in the G League, I think it's been good for him. I think it's been real good for him. So shout out to the kid tonight, man. It was good to see him prosper. Um, other than that, you didn't really get much from anybody. Didn't get much from anybody. Trey was 21-9, four turnovers. Um, Kevin Herter. Kevin Herter. And so here's the thing. A lot of people were banging on Kevin. Kevin hasn't had a good week. <laughs> he hasn't had a good week. But I was I was looking at his Instagram the other day and he was saying how like um he said something about rest in peace Nana, right? Like and I don't know all the details of his personal life or whatever, but typically when somebody calls someone Nana, that's usually like a grandma, right? And so uh I think he might be dealing with some personal issues, you know? A lot of times folks don't realize, like, these are, like, real humans, right? Like, we, we look at them and we, and we think that, oh, they're here to do a sport and their job. Yeah, they're but they're humans, you know? So if this if this, if this brother is playing with, with a lot of grief and, and stuff, you know, hey, you know, it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, Kevin hasn't had a really good game in a while. So I hope that if, if he's dealing with some type of grief, 
I hope that, uh, you know, he, he gets through that. I hope that everything's cool with him and his family. He got good folks. I remember when Kev got drafted. I was at the press conference, met his folks, you know, good people, good people. So I hope all is well with him, man, on just, uh, you know, just from human to human. You know what I'm saying? So I hope we good. Uh, didn't shoot good tonight, though. <laughs> didn't shoot good tonight. Three of 12, eight points. Uh, didn't shoot good tonight. Two of seven from three. Uh, we'll get him next time, Kev. Uh, Clint Capella, 0 for 5 tonight, man. Nine boards. I thought he was, you know. It just nothing jumps out at me. DeAndre Hunter, he 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 had a lot of effort, you know. Uh, Fifteen points for him. TLC get to start. TLC ain't made a shot since that Brooklyn game, like months ago. Like I ain't seen that brother hit a shot in months. <laughs> and I remember when y'all was trying to get TLC up out of here. Man, let that man live. TLC's uh, like a third level bench player who get called on at certain times. Evidently, Nate's comfortable with him, but uh, yeah, man, TLC didn't really have a good game, so it is what it is, man. Um, <clears throat> Hawks lose one twenty-two to one hundred one. In the third, it was kind of the the time. I mean, the second was really when they really just started to run away with this thing, and each quarter they just built on it. Like Hawks only won one quarter, so you know, not many positives you can take out of tonight, um, other than Jalen Johnson. Um, Jalen Johnson is a positive and another positive is that the Hornets lost and the Brooklyn Nets lost. So the possibility to jump to the eight seed, uh, which I don't think is very possible, but it is possible. I don't know. Let me, let me, let me, let me walk that back. Let me walk that back. It is possible. I don't think it's likely. All right. I think it's possible. I mean, it's possible, but I don't think it's likely. So, um, could they catch the Hornets? Possibly. I don't see them catching the Nets. I just don't. I mean, I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. You know, I'd love to see them get up in that eight spot. That would be really good. They're only two games out. They're only two games out of that eight spot. And they have a schedule that is very favorable for them. Very favorable. So, but you got to win games like these against the Pistons, right? Like you got to win games like these against the Pistons. And that's one thing you've shown that you haven't, that you can't do this season. Like, I mean, here's the thing. You're going to play the Warriors. Granted, Steph Curry's not going to be there. I don't know what Draymond's situation is, but the Warriors are always a big draw on Friday night. You're going to play them. And you know what? You'll probably get up for it. You'll have a day of rest. And you'll probably look good, but you got you got to take care of these guppies, right? Like you got to take care of the guppies, and they ain't taking care of the guppies. They ain't even taking care of the guppies all season, and that's problematic. That's why y'all thirty six and thirty seven. Tennessee, this was any other year they wouldn't even be sniffing the playoffs. Cause only top eight will be up in there. But tough night of the office man tough night of the office and um let me just briefly uh, we've already gone over the standings uh, we've gone over what is next for the hawks as far as their next game which is friday night um let's look into let's look at the next three games so i believe they have nine games left um let me see if i can pull up their schedule where their schedule go d d d d 
Okay, here we go. So, um, like I mentioned earlier, uh, Friday night, they take on the Golden State Warriors at home. And then on the 28th, what day is that? I think that's a Monday. Hold on, let me pull up my calendar. 28th is a Monday. So, at the Monday, they go on the road again to take on the Pacers, get a day off, and then they travel to OKC. So, Pacers, OKC are winnable games, you know. Um, Golden State's going to be tough. Like, like I said, they're a top five defensive team. It's going to be easier because Steph isn't there, but this is still a very good ball club. Very, very, very uh, one of the top coaches in the league. Um, if Draymond is playing, he gives that team a different dynamic. But of these next three, you got to at least get three of them. I mean, two of them. You like to get all three, but... These are must-wins, guys. These are must-wins. So we're going to see how they respond Friday night. I think they will respond favorably. Hopefully, you get Gallo back. And uh, hopefully, you see a little bit more of the rookie. But it it is um, it's go time, man. It's go time. So, uh, again, hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of our social uh, media platforms, at Hawks Beats, how you get at us. Let me know what you think about... Uh, let me know what you think about Nate. Let me know what you think about Nate. And, um, as we wind things down, I did a, <laughs> I should do another poll. No, I'll wait for that. I'll wait for that. I did a poll last week. I think was it last week. Yeah. I did a poll on Nate McMillan last week. I said, your thoughts on Nate McMillan? And the results are this 44% said he needs another year. 40% said he has to go, and 14% said, um, I don't really care. I don't really have an opinion on it. So I wonder what that number looks like now. <laughs> I wonder what it looks like now. You know, I would never do a poll after a game, like, you know, but um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, before I go, man, I let me. I definitely don't want to leave without reading some uh, some fan feedback. Thank you guys for always checking us out. Um, after each game, I ask you guys, what do you think about, uh, the Hawks and the game or your takeaways, just whatever's on your mind. And some folks hit me up today. Uh, let's see. Jabari McKee, uh, on Twitter says demoralized. Thank goodness. We aren't a title contender yet. Okay. There you go. Um, let's see. Three, six, five Rashad on Twitter says Hawks are the worst defensive team I have seen in years. Okay. So, hey, so he echoes my sentiments about the defense being a factor. Um, yeah, let's see here. What else? What else? What else? Arrow uh, Trey on Twitter says, Jalen Johnson got real playing time. I'm taking these lemons and making lemonade. There you go. Look, there, there goes a glass half full guy. <laughs> A glass half full guy. Uh, last but definitely not least, man, my guy Yogi. Uh, Coach Bud had built-in rest days for the team throughout the season. That way, everyone played and felt like they were a part of the team. When Nate goes past his ninth player in the rotation, it is a toss-up. I'll give him a little injury leeway this season. A must-fix. Yeah, um, it's hard to compare Bud with Nate. Well, it's not really hard to compare those two coaches, but the two teams were totally different. Uh, Bud had a real veteran team of guys that have been around this league 
and it was just a different squad. And so yeah, some guys, some sometimes guys, he gave them nights off. This is still a relatively young team. These guys can go. These boys can run. So um, I think it's a little bit different, but nevertheless, uh, I appreciate all you guys checking in uh, and letting us know that you're rocking with us on the podcast. Appreciate all you guys, all the retweets, all the reshares. Uh, the downloads are looking good, and uh, I appreciate all you guys for listening, man. So I appreciate y'all, man. So uh, we are about to get up out of here, and, uh, you know, like we always say, man, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him and show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.